Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. How much did you charge? I charge different rates, like throughout. Like sometimes it's one hundred fifty dollars, and sometimes mm-hmm. it's twenty five dollars. Oh, just wow. depends on how I feel that day, how much energy I have. Oh wow! But I promote it a lot, and I like have it down to a science. I hope people aren't seeing this, but I don't make it too personalized because I do so many of them, mm-hmm. so many thousands of them. So I'll be like, "Hi, Cynthia. It's Todrick Hall." Um, um, and your good friend Carson told me it's your birthday, and so I wanted to wish you a very happy, very special 55th birthday. Thank you so much for watching my videos and listening to my music. It means the world to me. So, Cynthia, hope you got your nails, hair, hips, and heels on, honey, because today is all about you. Aww. Happy birthday, my love, and I hope to see you soon. And I literally say that exact same thing. Oh, okay. Every time. Yeah. Birthday. Welcome to another episode of Everyone's Business But Mine with me, Kara Berry. How are we doing? I hope you're doing well. This is the time of year where I feel my most powerful. I can feel the blood coursing through my veins. I can feel my cockiness and my um, just bad bitch tendencies rising up uh, within me. And so this leads us to our first segment, Can I Get a Hell Yeah, to Pisces season. Congratulations, we've made it. We, no offense to you, Aquarian, Aquarii, whatever. Um, I just feel very rudderless, rudderless during that time. It just feels like I'm a a storm, not a port in the storm, whatever the opposite of that would be. That's how I feel. But now I'm just feeling a lot better. Oh, thank God. Thank God we're here. Looks like we made it. And, you know, you're welcome to everybody else because we really bring it. We really bring it in the, in Q1 of the new year. And yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. So 
first of all, <clears throat> my birthday's on February 27th. I'm not bringing that up because I want attention. I do. I'm not bringing that up because I want attention. I do. But uh, the point of this is that I am going to be spending that weekend having fun and not doing the podcast. So there will be no episode uh, next Monday. We'll get back together on Wednesday with our regular, regularly scheduled programming. But yeah, I'm going to have a whole weekend to myself. I... Well, not really to myself, but a whole weekend not with the podcast. And I'm very, like, excited about it. I kind of, like, don't... I'm, like, I have plans, but I don't quite know what I'm going to do with myself in, in a way. And it's it's going to be... Ooh, I, I'm really excited. <laughs> I'm really excited. I'll miss you guys, but not that much. <laughs> um, with that being said, I thought I would just go through a list of all the girlies who I find are just, like, top peak Pisces women who uh, elevate and uplift us all. I did not include men in this because why would I? You know what podcast this is. It's not going to happen. Also, I feel like even though I am a Pisces, uh, most of the Pisces men contingency is, ooh, you know, like the women are having to do a lot of heavy lifting to make up for the men. So we don't even have to get into it. They're, um, several uh, Kardashian or Kardashian adjacent to Pisces men and they're all the bad ones. They're just, <laughs> you don't have to have to look just all the bad ones, all the bad ones. Um, with that being said, let's talk about the good ones. Starting off with my birthday twin, Elizabeth Taylor, incredible, rare colored eyes, champion of the AIDS movement, icon, legend, um, you know, just, just bad bitch. Okay. Um, secondly, Drew Barrymore. Okay. Um, woman who openly cries on television and just makes the world endear them to her, her to them, whatever. Um, (laughs) I love her. She's an icon. She's really been through the fire and she's come out. She's a Phoenix that has risen just to America's sweetheart. And I love her so much. And she's so cute. And that show, Wow. (laughs) What a show. (laughs) What a show. Get your eyes on it. Get your eyes on it. She did a whole segment on American Girl Dolls. It was incredible. It was incredible. Um, Let's move on to Simone Biles. I mean, need need I say more? Goat. Goat behavior. Recently engaged. So congrats to you, girl. Congrats to you. Uh, Queen Latifah, the only royal that I respect and trust. Okay? And I think we can all agree on that. Um, Rihanna. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Let's move on. The thing that I find interesting, in terms of Bravo celebrities, the Pisces contingency, not great. There are very few and they're not good. (laughs) And let's just get into, because it's a short list of bad, we'll talk about it. Starting off with um, uh, the artist formerly known as the real housewife of Dallas, uh, Deandra Simmons, you know, um, woman who's constantly living in a purgatory and in the shadow of her mother's, uh, tattooed eyeliner and, you know, just living with a man who I were supposed to believe is hot, but really isn't and rich, but at what costs, you know, poor, poor little rich girl syndrome. Right. Um, moving on. 
probably our best one, Cynthia Bailey. Now I'm looking at those lists. Far and away, she's the best Pisces. Bravo, Leb. Um, And that's really saying something. I really root, historically, I root for the housewives that are a little bit go girl, give us nothing. Um, I really gave Cynthia a lot of rope. I really enjoyed her tenure on Real Housewives of Atlanta. What the hell happened on Ultimate Girls Trip? I don't know. I do not know. And now watching her on Celebrity Big Brother, I'm liking her more definitely in comparison to Girls Trip, but she's also making some pretty stupid decisions on the show, which uh, I will be getting into later. Now, um, let's do our, I would say, chaotic neutral, Dina Manzo. Dina is a, a sniper from the side. Okay, and we all need to admit that she is very controlled. She is very withholding. She will come and at times has done what she had to do. Um, famously, she had a conversation with Dina Manz, not Dina, with, uh, with, um, I always forget her name, even though she literally haunts me every night. What is that? Danielle Stab. Um, she had a conversation, a sit down conversation with Danielle Staub in which Danielle, I believe this was maybe season two had, you remember that like weird guy? Of course you do. I, it would be insulting of me to ask anybody who watched the early seasons of New Jersey, if they remember Danny, of course you remember Danny. I believe she had Danny waiting in the parking lot just in case anybody was going to come and get her. <laughs> At this restaurant, shout out to Troy McKeady of Dunzo and Beyond the Blinds podcast. He said on his last episode of Dunzo that Danielle Staub is like constantly in an erotic thriller. That's what she thinks she is when she's on uh, the show. And it's completely true. It, it is silk stockings all the way. Um, let's move on to Lydia McLaughlin. Ugh. Just like the worst. She definitely would be bottom three housewife for me of all time. Her voice, her mother, the magazine, her politics, her, ugh, everything about her was just like, no, no, stranger danger. I did not like her. Um, what I will always be forever grateful for is... The time where they all uh, decided to dress up like men, dress up in drag and go to like some sort of drag bingo. And um, I believe it was Tamara or Shannon that surprised Lydia with a Charlie Chaplin costume. And it remains one of the most hideous transformations I've ever seen in my life. But also one of the funniest ones, seeing her walk out of that house in a top hat. Hideous. Sweet, sweet retribution, seeing her forever immortalized in that costume. It is uh, just poetic justice. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Um, Are we going to end on probably our most chaotic? Yeah. Somebody that, like, is on the cusp. She's a February 19th, uh, just like Cynthia. But I think we're going to claim Cynthia and... um, leave uh Kristen Doty to the Aquarius because girl what what <laughs> a woman who is forever in love and also angry and falling around you know maybe she is a Pisces 
Okay. I'm seeing it now. I'm seeing it now. Let's move on because now it's getting dark. Okay. Um, let's move on to our girl of the week. I actually have a double girl submission. One really quick and then one I'm going to go longer. Um, Tyler Posey. Excuse me? Teen Wolf. The, the guy who was on Teen Wolf on MTV um, has had a pretty consistently doing well for himself acting career by all accounts. I don't follow him, but I know him. And I feel like if I know him, you got to be doing pretty okay, right? Um, this man had the audacity to get on social media and call out a plea and really offer, question mark, um... So apparently his stepsister is going to college and they realized that college tuition was a bit more expensive than they anticipated. So Tyler decided to uh, have people, have his fans donate to her college tuition. And the person who donates the most gets a free, well, not a free, a Zoom call with Tyler. Um, Sir, don't you have a job? Like, what do you mean, girl? <laughs> You're asking people that are for sure less well-off than you to contribute to your stepsister? Not even your... What? A Zoom call? A Zoom call? No. What's happening in that Zoom call? Because I've seen some other videos of Tyler, and uh, if it's not going to be those videos, then I don't really know what I'm paying for, sir. Not doling up the big bucks if you're not going to be, um, uh, just Google Tyler Posey videos and you'll know what I mean. If you don't know, then you'll find out. Okay. Um, if it's not going to be those videos, then what am I paying for? Okay. Okay. Um, sir, apparently he just signed a new contract for a new movie. Uh, you want to put some of those money in her cash app? Cause I'm not going to do it. This is wild. Like who does that? Who does that? It was giving, you guys remember a few years ago when Kylie, was it Ariel who got into a car accident? One of her makeup artists got into a car accident and she was like, hey, you guys, uh, my followers donate to my, donate to this person's GoFundMe. It's like, girl, it was like $40,000. That's like light work for you. Why would we? And she didn't even offer an incentive. At least Tyler was like shirtless in the video, but still, girl, what? Ugh. My second one is to the failing New York Times for what they've done. Desecrated my precious wordle. I don't know what's happening. Every day there's a, a, a statement coming out from the New York Times saying, we didn't change the words list. We didn't make it harder. We didn't do this. We didn't do that. But why is my game changed? Why am I now getting five and six out of six when I used to like do threes like I was fucking Scotty Pippen. Why is that? Why is that? They're coming out with words that I would never even think of. I'm like pulling things right out of uh, SAT questions. I I don't know what's happening, but here's the thing. I don't like to be gaslit, okay? If you're going to make it harder, which you very clearly have, admit it. Don't tell me. Don't tell me that you guys haven't changed anything. And all of a sudden, uh, just so happened, uh, just out of nowhere, you guys are harder. I don't believe it. I do not believe it. There are so many words now 
that have two letters, two of the same letters, and I'm having to like really think about it. And I don't appreciate it. This used to be a fun game that I could play just in the wee morning hours before I really had to get up and I'd feel good about myself. And that's be like, yes, that was five minutes and I found it five minutes or less really. And I found it and I got it and I'm a bad bitch and I'm going to post this on Twitter. And now it's like, here I am five and six, but you know what? You know what has happened in the midst of you guys lying to us? A community has has been wrought out of this rubble, okay? And we are now uh, forming coalitions. We're making sure that you're getting the same word that I'm getting, that these hints are that, and... Why? Why did the other day so many of us have a problem with what was it skill or shill? I think it was shill. And so many of us had like one missing letter, one missing letter, one missing letter and three, three times in a row. So many. How did that happen? If you guys aren't making things different, then why are we all running up on the same problems? Riddle me that New York Times. Riddle me that. And if I never come back to record this podcast, you'll know what happened to me, okay? You'll know exactly what happened. Ugh. Anyway. Um, ooh, a third girl. Probably the top girl. I completely forgot about this. You guys, shout out to Rachel of Hollywood Crime Scene. Blew my mind with this Instagram post from one... 90 Day Fiance's Stephanie. Now, you guys, there have been a couple Stephanies. Not the Stephanie who's been farting in a jar and, like, ruining her digestive system. The Stephanie who was on a couple seasons ago who came to... Ooh, I don't remember what country, but she was with a guy named Harris, right? She was from Michigan. She was a blonde, older lady who was clearly trying to chase... Uh, you know, the dragon of youth. And she was going down, I can't remember what Caribbean country he was from, but they had had a lot of issues prior to her even going down there. She was funding his uh, wardrobe, buying him a lot of watches and swim trunks and uh, slides, all sorts of things. But then we find out that even though she was saying, I don't trust Harris, I don't trust Harris, we find out that she was like fucking his cousin <laughs> on the side. So she was a wild, wild woman. She really loved to drink, day drink, night drink, morning drink, afternoon drink. And uh, she really gave off a lot of energy. So anyway, she has been laying low. Obviously, things did not work out between she and Harris. Uh, she had been laying low in her, you know, med spa, doing whatever in Michigan. And then Rachel sends me this post. And it's a selfie of Stephanie and a gentleman behind her. And I... you Like, I'm going to say the name. And you're not going to be prepared. I'm just going to tell you guys that she's, she's with the celebrity and she's dropping a lot of hints that they might be in a relationship with one another. And I, my jaw, even now, I'm speechless. So the picture, the man in the picture behind her is like, do you, do you guys, I'm going to give you guys two seconds to just guess of the worst possible, uh, <laughs> person. You guys, it's O.J. Simpson. 
wow. And if it could not get worse, her original caption was time to get away again for some more fun. Hashtag West Palm Beach. Hashtag in all caps. No, I don't look like her. (sighs) Four exclamation points. Hashtag my quarterly posts. And then there's a black thumbs up. I don't even use as dark of the black thumbs up as she did. Stephanie's very white. Um, I just... Like, so many things come up. First of all, not a single person, Stephanie, was going to say that you look like Nicole. Not a one. Wasn't going to come up ironically. Wasn't going to come up with the fact that you guys are both blonde. Um, Nobody was going to say that. You didn't even have to bring it up. It's actually, like... So weird and vile. There was she. So she would even invoke this woman's name. What are they dating? Are they dating? Because several people commented. Of course, she limited the comments uh, after several people were like posting uh, uh, knife emojis and and the like. But uh, one person said, "OJ doesn't age, just like you." Fire emoji, heart emoji. What, <laughs> ma'am? Why would you even? Why would that even come up? Why would that even come up? One person said, you you two look amazing as always. Have fun in West Palm Beach. Which leads me to believe that maybe they have hung out before. <sighs> I mean, of all the things, the, sh- the fart in the jar, and I know this was a different Stephanie, that was upsetting enough, but OJ... Because, like... She wants us to believe that she has a relationship with OJ, which might be worse than actually being in a legit relationship with him. I don't... And I... (laughs) I truly cannot. I, I can't. I cannot. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. As we all know, when it comes to everyone's business, I like to mention it all, but when it comes to mine, I like to keep things a little bit closer to the chest. But that method doesn't always work when it comes to your mental health, and we all need a way to purge and get it out. Therapy is a safe space to do that and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. By learning positive coping skills and all the tools you need to help you be the best version of yourself. 
BetterHelp is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So you can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash everyone's business today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash everyone's business. Moving on to a Wendy Williams update, you guys. The things... I'm I'm like starting to become a Wendy Williams conspiracy theorist. A Wendy Williams is not okay truther. I don't know what's happening. But you guys know last week I caught you up on what was going on with her finances. Just a quick update. She, um... Quick refresh, rather. She had filed a complaint with Wells Fargo claiming that they were freezing her assets and that they had no right to do so because they were hearing this from the wrong people. Now, Wells Fargo claims that they were freezing her assets because not only Wendy, but also people in her circle, her financial advisor, trusted, whatever, um, were saying that she was being uh, taken advantage of financially by people. They did not divulge the details uh, about what exactly and who exactly was taking said money, but Wells Fargo apparently made the executive decision to withhold funds and freeze her accounts. Wendy's like, the financial advisor whose advice you're taking from is uh, no longer my financial advisor, so I don't know why you guys are listening to him and not me, because it's my money and I want it now, basically. Um, So there have been a lot of concerns. Obviously, she's not been on the show since for the whole, the entirety of the last season about her health, her mental state. There have been claims of early onset dementia, claims of her being wheelchair bound, this, that, and the third, substance abuse issues, what have you. Some things have been debunked. Some things have not. It's just been very sketchy. Really the only person from her family who's spoken out has been her brother, who is not a trusted and reliable source. So things are just very murky. And then they just get a little bit more murky because up pops a verified account. Um, It is at the... Should have looked this up. It is at the Real Wendy Williams online It's verified. It's following her other account that we know, which is Wendy Show. So for all intents and purposes, it does seem to be her. Now, there are two uh, posts so far, um, one of which being a couple pictures of her with her father on his 91st birthday. But the other one that caught a lot of people's attention was this video. So in the video, she's walking down the beach with uh, who we're supposed to believe is Kevin. He's recording her as they're walking. And they're talking about her being in Florida and how she's got family down there. And then there are just sort of like vague mentions to, you know, I'll be back in New York when I'm feeling better. Yada, yada, yada. But people poked holes in this video immediately because... There were some obvious things that made it murky. So, first of them being, she's mentioning being in Florida and how Florida has her family there. She's like, you know, my, like, real, real family. My mother, my father, this, that, and the third. The obvious 
issue with that being that her mother died in 2020. So it just seems very odd that you would mention going down to Florida for a parent who is no longer around. Two, she mentions being 57 a couple of times in the video, despite the fact that she, excuse me, she mentions being 56 a couple times in the video, despite the fact she turned 57 in July, so she'll be 58 this year. Um, those were the two major things. And like I said, the, there were like little mentions of like, oh, I'll be coming back to New York and like, I'm feeling better, but it just, also, you could really be convinced that this was an old video that is being posted to calm people down and quell the rumors. And it did not do that. <laughs> you can see in the comments now, um, if people are like, when was this video taken? Why are you saying this? Why are you saying that? It's just very odd. And it just seems like... Almost like the, when that situation happened with Kelly Price and everybody thought she was missing. They're just like, you know, upload a video that feels current so that we know that you're okay. And to do this like odd video on the beach where there's really no definite reason to believe that this is a new video, it makes me sad for her. It, and it really makes me question what's going on. So, um, but she did have her attorney come out and make a statement saying Wendy wants the world to know that she strenuously denies all allegations about her mental health and well-being. Um, during this hiatus from the show, Wendy has employed holistic health professionals to help her reach optimal health during her treatment of Graves disease and thyroid concerns. So prayers up to you, Wendy. I hope everything's okay, but it just, something about this situation just seems off. Seems real off. For a couple reasons. And I, I just hope everything's okay. I do. Next off. Some shocking news. That I'm like. Honestly like I'm feeling some type of way about. And I don't need to. I don't deserve to. I'm just going to say this is ridiculous. But I also just feel like very precious. And um, feeling a little bit left out. So uh, last Monday. Apparently Kelly Clarkson filed documents she wants to have a legal professional total name change that she wants to now be going not from kelly clark not by kelly clarkson but by kelly brianne she says that she feels like the name more fully reflects who she is and she this she this is what she wants and i just feel like we didn't talk about this as a family you know like kelly clarkson is my sister and I don't think she understands that. And she's also my mother, despite the fact that she's probably definitely less than 10 years older than me. Um, I just feel like we didn't have a talk about this. She didn't call me. She didn't text me. And like, I'm here for you, girl. Kelly Clarkson is one of my like top white queens. Like nobody can touch her. She is an I-C-O-N capitals all the way. I love her. Okay. I love Kelly Clarkson. Okay love her. I don't like this. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I want to support her and I want Kelly to be her most Kelly. But Kelly Brienne sounds like a toddler and Tierra name and I like no shade to you girl but shade. I, I just like it's just such a big change <laughs> and I just wasn't prepared for it <laughs> and I don't like it. I don't like it. 
And it's going to be very difficult for me to not call her Kelly Clarkson because, like, the name just, it's a good name. It's a good name. I just think, like, maybe, you know, like, I just want to hear her out if she wants to. Kelly, if you want to, like, FaceTime me or, you know, just ease me into this, you know? Because, like, as your child, I just feel like I just was not prepared. And I just, like, you know, she you're like a, a, a pillar for me. And I'm just feeling a little bit shaken. So let's just talk about this, Kelly. Um, her hearing for the request is scheduled to pl take place on March 28th. So I just feel like we got some time to really hash this out. Maybe in my mind, by then I'll be settled. But I don't think so. So let's just talk about this, Kelly, as a family and as a country. I think this is like big nations. This is like policy changing situations. I don't know if we we're going to have to change the, the, uh, the, uh, bill of rights or something. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I just think that there might be some legislative things and some red tape that we might have to go through before we really decide on this. But I want to be with you, Kelly, but I'm having a hard time. Okay. I'm just, I'm having a difficult time with this and you'll, you'll have to hear me out on that. Okay. Next off, I just want to share some quick thoughts about Celebrity Big Brother. Ugh, I know last week I was saying I need Misha off of my television, but now it's getting to the point where I need her out of my television. I don't like her and I don't like her. I don't feel, I don't understand why she feels like everybody is there to have her win Big Brother. It, it does not make any sense. I don't understand. Everything is so tactical. We're talking strategy. Every moment of the day, everybody's on their, walking on eggshells. And I don't like it. it it's like, really takes me out of the show. I don't like Misha. And I don't like, oh, like, take the show seriously, but they're taking it too seriously. And I'm, and I'm, like, I'm enjoying it, but I'm not. And thank God for Lamar Odom, because he's really me. He's the one who's like, I see what you guys are doing. This is bullshit. But I'm also like, this ain't that deep. And so, like, I'm going to play the game, kind of. <laughs> and I'm going to let you guys just, like, run yourselves ragged with all this drama and strategery. And y'all let me know when the mac and cheese is done. Okay? Um... This situation, I never thought that I would be in a position in which I am like actively rooting for Shayna Mokler. Shocking. You guys, they turned on her. I, I have to say, Shayna Mokler, for those of you who don't watch the show, has been great. She has been lovely. She has gotten along with everybody uh, for the most part. And she has been very kind and not really what you would uh, imagine her reputation would be because she has a tendency to like court the media and say things, say a lot of things, right? Um, but she's come off as absolutely lovely. I genuinely do not have a bad thing to say about her. So she was in an alliance early on because they entered the house one after one after one with uh, Cynthia Bailey and Carson Cressley, right? And over the course of gameplay, the alliances have shifted as they do. However, evil, evil Todrick. So Todrick Hall and Misha are like just two little nasty little peas in a pod and they are like the two hbic's and they managed to convince 
Cynthia and Carson that Shanna was going behind their back, even though Shanna had actively saved Carson from getting eliminated, that somehow she was playing both sides of the fence. And then they got Carson and Cynthia to turn on Shanna and, um, have her evicted from the house. Now I'm led to believe I was told that through the live feeds, this was shit that had like real serious consequences. By that, I mean, apparently Cynthia had been slut shaming her, Shanna, for hours in the house, screaming at her. Um, Todrick had said something about, like, I wouldn't want my kids to grow up like Shanna. Just, like, nasty, vile stuff. Um, To the point where she basically felt like she was isolated from the rest of the house. She couldn't really talk to anybody. And they ended up kicking her out. Carson and Cynthia believed Misha and Todrick completely, despite the fact that they were lying right to their faces to try to get them to get Shayna kicked out. It was so sad. It was like total middle school bullying of just rumors going around and ending, ending up with somebody getting feeling left out and, you know, having to leave. And it was just like, it was almost triggering. <laughs> like I haven't really been bullied like that growing, growing up, but like it just felt so mean and so unnecessary. And I, I really felt bad for Shayna and good for her for standing up for herself when she left. And she was like, uh, Todrick, I'm going to get everybody to vote against you. Okay. You little monster. He is a monster. And I just saw a clip that, uh, <laughs> Dave Quinn posted of another live feed of Todrick talking about how he basically scams people on Cameo and he was proud of it. And he even said, I hope that they're not uh, going to air this on television. So he's having a conversation with Cynthia about Cameo and he tells her, gosh, I hope they don't play this, but he says that depending on his mood, he'll change the price of his cameos from anywhere between $25 if he's in a good mood and he just wants to knock a bunch out to 150 if he's feeling some type of way and you really got to pay for it, right? You know, I think that, I don't think this is how... Uh, there was a lot of cover. Okay, let me let me just say the whole thing. So first he said that he changes the prices based on his... Uh, uh, mood. And then he says that in terms of happy birthday messages, he just says the same thing over and over. And he gives Cynthia the script of like, Hey, um, get your, I guess this must be a thing that he does. Like get your nails, hips and shoes on girl. Like it's your day. So-and-so told you happy birthday. I love you. I hope to see you someday. Blah, blah, blah. Total scripted thing. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365 day returns. There were a lot of people who said like, yeah, well, that's the game. You should, you can't possibly expect these celebrities to say some unique thing to every single person. Like if they're saying happy birthday to one, they're probably just like changing the name. I don't really know that that's true because every cameo that I've seen is like, you tell them, hey, my friend likes X or my friend does Y or they love you from this thing or whatever. And it does seem to be like a bit of personalization to every message. But then somebody went on Kodrick's cameo and you can see like a few cameo previews so you know what you're, or you know, you can get an idea of what you might be paying for. And they found his happy birthday ones and they were literally just like his sitting in a car. Clearly he was like, on set somewhere because <laughs> he has a mic and he's just going through them saying one thing after the other after the other over and over again um i think this is really fucked up <laughs> i think this is like so rude i think even though celebrities could get away with this i don't think most celebrities do that i think it's like an honor system thing i saw several people that I had never heard of, but were had blue check marks on Twitter saying like, I would never do that. You know, make sure this is less than everybody. When you're buying a cameo from somebody else, go through their previews to make sure that they're not just saying the same shit to everybody else. <laughs> and then, you know, which you're getting paid for. Um, Dodrick is just awful. He said something else. Ooh, this really irked me. Todrick Hall has a weird relationship. Todrick is black. If you guys don't know, he has a very weird relationship with his race. He has a tendency in a history to like, he was a foot soldier for Taylor Swift in a way that was like very weird in a racial way. That being said, I saw what he did. For those of you black people who watch celebrity big brother, this was like so wild to me. So there, they had a game, uh, and it ended up that Todrick and, and uh, Lamar ended up losing the game. And their consequence for losing the game was that they had to be uh, tied together by like a leash for 24 hours, right? So during this time, Todrick is trying to talk to Lamar about Shayna and trying to convince him of like why you should kick Shayna out. And he says to Lamar, don't you wouldn't or like something like uh you don't want to help a, a white blonde girl get to uh win celebrity big brother would you and lamar's looking at him like what are you talking about because you sir have been a lapdog to the other white woman in this house <laughs> the only other one and what are you saying to me it was just giving lamar excuse me todrick to me, Todrick is somebody who does not seem to have many connections to his uh, culture and his race. And so I think he thought, oh, if I just like be like, oh, I'm going to say to this black guy, like, oh, you don't want to get this white girl out, do you? Just... No, no. And Lamar looked at him dead in his face and was like, uh, Misha's also white and you're helping her win. So what are you talking about? Also, this has nothing to do with race. Also, leave me alone. <laughs> so, I love Lamar. I hate Todrick. He is the demon that I thought he was. He is that girl that I knew him to be. Okay? And I want them out so quickly. I'm... I'm <laughs> I, I do not like Todrick. And I really don't like Misha. 
Moving on. Um, what else? Oh, okay. My last thing, obviously, I got to end it. Sorry, you guys, with oh, what ha- what's happening on that man's social media that hasn't been deleted yet. Okay. So this week in Kanye, what has happened? He, um, you know, Valentine's day was, uh, a bad day for him. I would say it was, uh, him pulling up to Kim's house with a truck full of roses and the side of the truck said, my vision is crystal clear with K's instead of C's. Uh, don't know what the point of that was, but, um, then he's talking about, I just want my family back. But then also, you know, just three days prior to that was saying that Kim tried to take a hit out on him. And so many things have been deleted. He keeps calling Pete Skeet, which I have to let out like half a chuckle at just because it's like my kind of petty. Um, and, but other than that, it's just been like, a, a you know, just a continuance of his unwell and downright abusive behavior. So for some reason it got weird or somehow. And first Kanye posted what apparently was a clip of Corey Gamble, Chris's boyfriend doing a Tristan by that. I mean, kissing some random chick in a club Um, that got deleted. I haven't seen the video. Obviously this is club footage. You can't really tell anything, but from a screenshot of a quick clip nothing came from that he deleted it but then he posted another uh post with a picture of Corey, and in the caption okay it's as follows god has a plan to remove the godless Corey, needed to never be here anyway and i think he's a nice person not a great person a nice person he used to be around puff's family then got around justin bieber and then when chris got divorced he slid in he became the tv version of a father figure and he always called himself a real nigga he once told my wife he knew what music she should be listening to so when i seen him a week later i had him remove my daughter's birthday party we still never met his family and I guess we never will. He got my wife linked in with the liberals in a deep way. That was his job. For some reason, I always felt like he worked for DuPont or some organization in that pedigree. Now he's off to his next mission. His job is done. He's not messy enough to do something like this. It's on purpose. I love Chris. The woman is a hero and she's done what she's had to do to protect her family and make sure they prosper, even if it meant telling everyone not to listen to me. I respect her grind, her hustle, and her mind. Chris is one of the best to ever do it. Now, I guess we're supposed to forget that you called Chris Chris Jong-un like a year ago. And you were talking about how evil she was. And I believe during that time you were quite supportive of Corey, if I'm not mistaken. The script, as we can all see, has been flipped. Um, I imagine that Corey has been trying to uh, talk to him and talk him down from the ledge, and he doesn't like it. And I imagine Chris is doing her typical Chris thing of being like overly nice and killing them with kindness and not helping the situation. And uh, I think this is, this is what we're getting here. Now, he posted another uh, screenshot of Rodney Jerkins uh, texting him and saying that Corey also stole from him. He stole some MPC zips. I don't know what that is, but he apparently he stole some files to uh, another producer he was managing. And but 
here's the thing. One, he's claiming that uh, uh, Corey and Chris broke up, which is not true. <laughs> I don't know why he would even feel the need to bring that up. <sighs> this just continues to be another week of just hell. Just absolute hell. Um, his al- album is allegedly dropping on the 22nd. Will anybody hear it? No, because he's uh, dropping it on his exclusive player. I believe it's called a stem player. He is, I don't know. He's talking about it in the way that they talked about title of like the artists don't get enough money. So we're, um, you know, making sure that the, the labels and, and the streaming services don't have control because the artists only get like a small percentage. But then you find out that in order to uh, play this album, you have to get uh, the stem service and a player, which looks like a, almost like an Alexa, but like gray. Anyway, it's $200 if you want to listen to this album, which is my point of why nobody's going to listen to it. First of all, it's not coming out. Secondly, nobody's paying $200 for that, (laughs) for a player that's not going to be working in six months or six weeks, really. Let's, let's really be real. Um... So, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I do not know. There was something else that he did. Oh, what else was it? I can't remember, but Pete is back on Instagram. He's at PMD. Kanye is now following him. I just feel like we're hurtling towards something real bad, you know? And we're all talking about it and it's a car crash. It's just waiting to happen. And uh, I don't know. I feel bad for everybody involved. Um, with that, you guys, I guess that's it for this week. We'll be back on Wednesday with a recap of summer house and Friday with a recap of married at first sight. And then I will catch you guys next Wednesday. Oh, also, um, sister wise this week okay well you'll hear that too all right thank you guys so much <laughs>